Sheree Hardy, and again, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to just share some life lessons with you that I pray are uplifting and inspirational, empowering, and really life changing. And I want you to know that bad thoughts um, can be transformed, um, changing those bad thoughts, replacing those bad thoughts, healing those bad thoughts and just imprisoning those bad thoughts. You gotta listen to that last episode that I did. Um, It's just so possible and you have to know that. And I don't think that we heard that enough growing up and so now more people are talking about it and I'm glad to be one of those people. I am both student and learner. I'm both the student and teacher, excuse me. I teach, I learn, I learn and I teach. And I hope you will join me in this effort to having a better world. I'm an idealist and I just believe that the world can be better. It can be more beautiful. It all starts first with our thoughts. So I'm going to do another short and sweet and this one is called Live Connected. God promises that joy is found in his presence. When you don't have joy, you're in some way being disconnected from God's presence. Presence. If you go through the day stressed out, worried, offended, and on edge, you're separating yourself from the blessing, the favor, and the strength you need. In tough times, you need to be full of joy because the joy of the Lord is what gives you strength to make it through. We all are dealing with difficult situations, but no matter what's going on around you, God wants you to experience his supernatural joy at all times. Joy manifests when you focus your heart on the Heavenly Father and praise Him for who He is and what He's done in your life. The scripture says that He inhabits the praises of His people. Anytime you feel depleted or overwhelmed, just begin to praise and thank God. Draw near to Him and He will draw near to you. In His presence, you will be refreshed and restored to His full joy. A prayer for today. Father, thank you that though I face challenges and obstacles today, I can still walk in the fullness of joy. Thank you that no matter what happens to me, you inhabit my praises with your presence. I receive your joy as my strength to rise up and overcome the tough times. In Jesus' name, amen. And this scripture reference is... Psalm 16:11 you will show me the path of life your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore wow another powerful short and sweet and this one is just so timely because i i just had a conversation with a beautiful friend and she's dealing with a lot of things And we all are, and I just try my best to get her to see there are solutions. And I want to say that to you. We all go through these seasons where sometimes we just, the load is heavy because we have so many things going on at one single time. But I am a witness 
that if you keep your mind on the Lord, you will have perfect peace. You will be able to get through. And you have to stay focused on Him because worrying about problems, you know what? They don't change them. They don't solve anything. You have to then focus on God, the problem solver. Pray for wisdom and guidance. Pray for strength. Pray for insight. Pray for God to search your heart to make sure it is in the right place and that you have the right mindset, attitude, values about what you're dealing with. And then you have to take action to solve it. I'm convinced that sometimes people, I don't know what this is about, They, no matter how religious they are, because I don't know anybody that's not either religious or spiritual, they'll just, they, they say they know the Lord, they talk about Jesus, but then they won't take action to solve the problems. And you've told them this, literally, when I say literally, 25 times, and they just won't take that action. And it's just incredible. And But they're still miserable, and they're still fussing about it and talking about it. no. You need to know this one thing. God wants you to have peace. And peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is the presence of the Lord. It is a connection with the Most High God. And I'm telling you, a storm can be raging around you. You could be wondering about, okay, how are you going to make it the next day? And going through so much. But when you literally, and it's intentional, you got to really force your thoughts, your mind to focus on God and his goodness. And you have to think about what he has already done. If you're not just a baby and newborn, you wouldn't be listening to this or understanding this anyway, then God has already done something for you. He's already gotten you out of hard places and difficult circumstances. He's already protected you and provided for you. And guess what? Tap into his connection today because he'll do it again. I use this analogy to help people understand. I'm using my laptop to record this episode. If I were to unplug my laptop, this laptop would work, I don't know, maybe two hours without the connect being connected to an electrical outlet. But at some point, the, the connection is going to be cut off and this laptop will not work. And we are like this when we're not connected to God, we can't operate on our optimum level. We really just can't overcome life because life is hard. And God does not change life. He changes us. He changes how we see things. He shows us how to use the uncomfortable things, the painful things, the losses, the obstacles, the messes. He tells us how to transform them. And you've heard me say this. That God will transform your trouble into treasure, your mess into a message, your obstacle into opportunities, your pain for a purpose. You have heard me say this over and over. And those bad experiences will make you better and not bitter. God is real. He is real. And if you have not discovered him, I recommend that you begin to make the connection. The connection is free. The connection is available to you. Your past does not matter. You know, I listened to, and I got to find that it was a, so beautiful. Oh man, I mean, it was powerful. It was a short video on YouTube. And there was this 
man and he looked like maybe he was in his 40s or 50s and he was telling this story about when he was a child that um and i think this was africa where he lived he was going up in a mainly muslim community and so he went to school with mainly muslims but there was one christian child in that class and he said that he hated that child he said he just hated him for being christian and he and his friends they set out to kill him and he was sharing how he did not feel any qualms about it i'm paraphrasing i'm not using his exact words but basically it's like he felt like he was justified in killing this child because it he was a christian and not a muslim so he said his friends you know they laid that trap the guy with the young yellow boy was walking home and they ambushed him and they beat him brutally and they left him for dead they thought he was dead fast forward he never saw that boy again and he talked about his dad sending him to um school another school and you know how it made things even worse then he had an experience there was some experience that he had and i forgot now that part i'm the wop shoot the blank but he started he changed his life he changed his life and he became a born again christian and he was at some kind of conference and this is years later and he saw someone and guess who it was it was the little boy that he and his friends had beaten up and this little boy had grown into a man and they talked and that man said i prayed for you and i think he showed him the bible where he had written his name and this man who had once thought he was justified in killing a person because he was not of his religion he felt so much remorse and emotion and he broke down god can change anybody's life and no change is not easy it's a long process it's an arduous process and it takes continual work and we are all works in progress every single person has fallen short and we have sinned and we have offended people and we need forgiveness don't you know people act like you know they are holy than thou and they struggle with forgiveness i don't trouble with forgiveness anymore cuz guess what i need forgiveness how about that and so let me tell you but that connection oh my goodness it will give you the strength to 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 climb mountains it will give you the strength to knock down some mountains it will give you the strength to go on when you did not think you had the strength to go on and i know i'm getting ready to sound redundant if you listen to me you know what i'm about to say you got to have a quiet moment you have to turn off everything you have to unplug turn off the television turn off you know your phone turn off social media just just take a moment of season and get quiet and get isolated to consecrate yourself and ask God to come into your heart ask him to come into your life invite him in he's not a gentleman i mean he is a gentleman he's not a gangster i repeat that i'm sorry he's not a gangster he's a gentleman he is not a gangster he is not a gangster that is going to come in by force and he's not going to do a hard invasion and he's not going to hijack your heart and hold it hard. You going to have to invite him in. Invite him in because he is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. And he holds the door. 
and you just have to let and he wants you to just, he just open that door for him and let him come on in and let me tell you he'll forgive your sins he'll wash your shame away he will restore your life he can restore your mind if you don't have some kind of chemical imbalance or something that has, you know, you've had a car accident or something that affected your brain and the way that you think, you probably don't have a mental illness. You probably just don't have the strategies to know how to deal with life. And I'm going to tell you something. Prayer is a strategy. Taking it over, talking to them. And see, what prayer does is, and this is where people sometimes get confused because they want God to be like a magician and you know they pray and you know they want God to say poof okay here it is see what prayer does it either changes you or the situation sometimes you know your situation doesn't change I'm gonna be honest I did not want my business to close I just did not want it to close I could have kept doing it for longer but I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I knew that it was time to close those doors And what God did was he changed my mind and my heart to be able to not resist what needed to happen. And that was to let go. And sometimes that is his answer, to let go. Sometimes his answer is not what you, because it's not always about what you want. It's about what you need. And you don't know everything you need, but God does. Talk to him and get quiet and learn how to listen. Just learn how to have those moments where you're sitting still in silence and you're listening. And I'm going to tell you something. God will give you so many ideas. He will give you peace. He will give you joy. He will, he will help you to reframe how you're thinking about something. Because we can get fixated on things happening or being one way. Uh-uh. God is the God of many things. You think about the flowers. How many species of flowers are there? Thousands and trees, thousands and fishes. Fishes meaning different species. Now, I know my English. Thousands. There are thousands of species of animals. Let me tell you, because God has so many ideas that he can put into your heart, into your mind. Invite him in. Let him come in and stay connected to him. And this is what happens. And this is something that It's hard for me to share, but it's necessary. When you make that decision that you're going to live for God and die for God, you know your spiritual enemy is going to be real upset. I did a a podcast recently on the battlefield in your mind. You need to listen to that. No, the enemy is not going to be happy because life is like a battlefield. Some people think life is a playground. You know, they want to think it's like a school or it's like a soccer field. It may be those things to to an extent, but uh, let me tell you something. It's like a battlefield. And every day of your life, there's a spiritual battle between good and evil. And you choose who's going to win the battle or the war. You choose that. Because God will give you the tools. But in the natural, there are things you have to do. He does not force himself because, again, he is not a gangster. He is not a gangster. He's not going to force it on you. And when you get quiet and you start listening and, you know, I used to walk, but now because of dogs, so many people have vicious dogs that I don't walk. I need to walk in my house. What time I walking around my house? My house is not big. It's small, actually. I was walking around this wall between the living room and the kitchen. And I, I called it walk, pray, 
and I said walk praying something else but I was and I, it was a blessing I was walking around and I need, to, I need to be consistent with that because I was losing weight. I was just walking out for 30 minutes. And it helped me. Just And he'll give you ideas. Just get quiet. So I hope that this episode, again, blessed you. I hope that it helped you to understand the power of being connected. Remember that your thoughts are determined by two things. Some things we don't control. They're just there. Don't ask me why. It happens. It's like a bird flying over a tree. You make the choice, though, if the bird is going to build a nest. Then some thoughts are there because we put them in there, because of our experiences, because of what we're listening to, because of what we're watching, because of the people um, that we're around, uh, because of value systems that have been taught to us. And you know, I want to add something. When I got off, I don't know. Oh, I know. When I did the episode on Battlefield, in the mind, one thing that hit me, I said, you know what? Foods make a difference in how you feel too. If you're consuming alcohol, if you're consuming drugs, and that's hard to get off of, but that affects how you think and what you do too, because you don't have the clarity. Your your the drugs and alcohols, alcohol is causing your thoughts to be distorted and warped because those chemicals do affect the brain and don't take my word for it and go to my website badthoughttherapy.com there is a page called support groups get support get help it is available you can't do it alone but you it's worth it it is so worth it it's better to die living for god and dying and living for god and dying for god than to just live in our carnality and flesh and hedonism and perversion and just die like that in that state that is not something that I would want for myself or anyone else so wonderful people thank you again for tuning in I appreciate you peace and abundant blessings always today and always I'm Sheree Hardy and this is Bad Thought Therapy have a great day goodbye